0: Hello, Loose Lug Nation, and welcome to episode 31 of the Loose Lug Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Leach, once again, and as usual, joined by Mark Allen. Mark, how how you doing, buddy? When I think of number 31, I think of Jeff Burton, Ryan Newman, Mike Skinner, Robbie Gordon. And then at the local level, I couldn't think of a whole lot but I'm thinking of Nick Barstad as of late.
1: Yeah, there's a good one. How about Corey Jankowski, Uh, Jason Wells, Um, um, 31. Yeah, that goes back when you said Jeff Burton. Uh, That was always one. Mike Skinner in the Lowe's car. That's an old 31 there too. So, hey, how are you, buddy? Good weekend of racing here, man.
0: Oh, fantastic weekend of racing. Doing well over here. Hope you're doing well, uh, too. Man, what, uh, what a weekend with Martinsville being the cutoff race to
1: go into the championship. Um, Yeah, we need more short track racing. They're going to rebuild California, something like Martinsville, like that. So uh, um, hopefully, hope they do it, uh, something like Martinsville is, and California will be exciting when they go out there. And we'll see how they construct that racetrack out there.
0: Yeah, that sure will be interesting. Um, Yeah, I totally agree. Need more short tracks, without a doubt. Uh, But we'll see how that works going forward. Well, let's get into it. The Gander RV and Outdoor Truck Series was at Martinsville, as was the Xfinity Series and Cup Series. We'll start with the trucks, though. Uh, Zane Smith was your leader early. Sheldon Creed got the lead a little while after after uh, Smith got loose in and moved up the track a little bit and then there was a caution the track was completely blocked
1: yeah and the leaders got hung up hung up behind them because the track was blocked and I thought you couldn't uh, I thought if you got uh, stuck behind somebody that uh, you could actually go around but they uh, they waved that and they actually let the leaders have their positions back.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the right call when something like that happens. I feel like there has to be, I don't want to say a little gray, but has to be some lenience there when there's nowhere to go. What are you going to do? If someone can't keep their pace, sure, that's their own fault. But when the track's completely
1: blocked, what do you do? Well, it was weird, though. The, the behind the, the last part of the vehicles that were on the end of the line, they all got through, and then when the leaders came through, he was up against the wall, and it was just kind of weird how they all just came to a stop, just like, huh, okay. But, uh, yeah, there was a question when they went to commercial if they were going to give him this position back, but, yeah, they did. So, so we, uh, we moved on from there.
0: Yeah, and then the other strange thing that happened during this exchange was there was a hat that fell out of the safety truck, and they left it there. I did not understand
1: that one at all. Well, that's better than a garbage bag laying around on the track, you know. Can't block the uh, can't block the grill with that. So, yeah. But uh, well, if it was a Chevy hat, it's worth leaving it out on the track. A Ford hat, they could have picked it up. But anyway. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. All right. We'll move past that one there. Um- <laughs> Uh, So Sheldon Creed retains the lead on the restart. Crafton makes it three wide. Then he slid up into Zane, moved him up a little bit, and took second place. Ben Rhodes took third in that process. And then there was a caution with three to go in the stage. Jordan Anderson and Natalie Decker make contact. Natalie goes around. The stage will end under
1: caution, and Sheldon Creed takes stage one. Yeah, Rhodes got a little front-end damage off the right side of that one on on that incident, too. Yeah,
0: and Sauter was all the way up to 3rd at the first stage. So he, he does run
1: well at Martinsville. Yes, he does. And yeah, he was he was quite down it and moving fast on that first stage. Oh yeah, yep.
0: While Sheldon Creed almost had a mishap on pit road, the left front tire changer was able to hit that last lug nut though. Right as he started taking off, he actually stopped. He started to take off, stopped, and he got it just in time.
1: Crazy, uh, crazy thing that happened there in pit road. Boy, you know, that could break somebody's wrist, you know, when they got their, got the wrench on there and it's, you know, they're trying to catch that last lug nut like that. So that's scary stuff when you're trying to reach and do enough, finishing that finish off, While the wheel is starting to turn, you know? So yeah, it was a good move by stopping on that one.
0: Yep, absolutely. Well, Parker Cleggerman had a flat left rear after we got going again. No caution. He was able to get to pit road. Unfortunate for him. I always look forward to seeing Parker race. I think he's a heck of a talent and just hasn't gotten to go where he needed to go to have some success. I thought he did well with Cowbush Motorsports back in the day in the truck series previous to that. Does a great job with NASCAR and NBC, um, but unfortunate incident for him. Then Sheldon Creed had a left rear flat as well. And he had a pit from the lead. My oh my.
1: You know that's a lot of left a lot of left tires got taken out this weekend. you know You just make a little contact and uh, the splitter hits that hits that tire and it seems to slice that tire have to probably try to figure out the count of how many rear tires got taken out this weekend.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Um, well then the yellow comes out while Shed- Sheldon is on Pit Road. Clay Greenfield went around, Uh, Austin Hill had an engine issue, another playoff driver with some problems there, then Jennifer Joe Cobb was uh, smoking and thought it was an engine issue under the yellow, but she was able to come back down, but wow, just a lot of things happening there early.
1: Yeah, there was all kinds of crazy stuff going on right there in that section of the race there. (laughs)
0: Zane Smith and Kraft him lead him back to green there. Johnny gets into Zane, and Zane goes up the track. Johnny ends up taking the lead away. Um, I don't think uh, – in fact, I know Zane said after the race that he was hoping to get back to that 13 at some point and repay the favor.
1: Um. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, – Johnny just uh, washed out just a little bit and moved him, and and Johnny was on his way. Johnny was the fastest at that time of the race right there.
0: Yes, he was. Well, that problem compounded. Zane continued to fall through the field. He was back around 15th or so. Then the caution came out. Tanner Gray goes around. Derek Krause was the lucky dog. Good for Derek. Um, Sheldon Creed was actually battling for him after he had a pit under that green flag before the yellow came out. And what happened there was Gray got loose in front and Creed had nowhere to go. And Derek was right there, too. So lucky for those guys to avoid it. And then the
1: 38, he had a bad angle, and he pummeled uh, the uh, front wall too and had major damage on the the 38 car there. That'd be Gilliland.
0: Yes, he did, and then he had to actually be
1: pushed to pit road. Yep, yep, that was uh, a strange incident. seemed like Gray was in a lot of incidents all through this whole race. Uh, Tanner Gray was having all kinds of – uh, incidents that he was being bounced around <laughs> during this race.
0: Yeah, he was one, but there was a lot of others too throughout the weekend. It was, it was crazy for sure. But Crafton and Friesen bring them back for a green-white-checker finish to the stage. I say green-white-checker. They don't throw the white during the stages, but a uh, little shootout there. Friesen got by Crafton and
1: won stage two. Yeah, and at that time, that's when Hill's motor was starting to uh, go sour on him. And uh, he came in and then said there was an issue with his, uh, with his uh, engine was going sour on him.
0: Yep. Well, some drivers stayed out under this caution, and that's why they were near the front. Enfinger and Eckes brought him back to green. Enfinger takes the lead away. Caution comes out when Hosevar goes around after contact from Eckes. That looked like that was was on purpose. You know, I always hesitate to say that, but um, then Tate Fogelman was
1: destroyed in this whole process as well. You know, Hosovar, there was another one that uh, was getting bounced around a little bit there during the race also. Yep, Mm -hmm. there's another one. Well, Austin Hill pits
0: under this caution. They go under the hood, and he starts to climb out. Unbelievable. The regular season champion is not going to make the championship four due to an engine issue. There, you could tell the dejection on him when they interviewed him. Um, man, just uh, one race can really make your season there.
1: It was all done. That did it. Once when the motor blows and the points are all tight right there, and if anybody that would fall out, that was uh, that was the end of their championship run right there. So,
0: yep. Well, Enfinger and Sauter bring them back with 74 to go. Sauter was able to take the lead. Then a caution with 47 to go. Tanner Gray has damage after hitting the wall. Um, There's he involved in another incident, unfortunately. Leaders do pit. Wasn't a given that they would, but they did. Yep, yep. Hosevar and Sauter bring them back to green. Hosevar goes up the track in turn one. And gets up into Johnny. Johnny loses a bunch of spots. Enfinger ends up taking the lead, and then Sauter has to pit with a flat tire. Unbelievable uh, events there for
1: Johnny. Well, Holzivar was on old tires, and and he washed. <laughs> he washed up, and uh, and that ruined that ruined Johnny's race right there. So, but uh, yeah, old tires and overdrive, and just a little bit, and. And the rookie took out Johnny, and, well, that's the way it went. He ended up with the left left front, uh, rear flat.
0: Yeah, and it actually looked like Enfinger may have gotten into the back of Josevar that shoved him up into Johnny. Hard to tell. I think that's what happened, but unfortunate either way. Uh, Caution comes out with 34 to go. Clay Greenfield goes around again. He had a flat tire. There's another guy that kind of had a rough day uh and finger and creed bring them back to green there was lots of contact starting at this point up front they went three wide when moffat goes to the inside creed goes around after contact just starting to get crazy
1: here yeah the 23 was starting to get involved there hey i like that paint job hey that looked like old harry Gant's car. that <laughs> had that green and white i guess he uh did some uh uh went up and talked to harry and i guess said harry's uh uh, looks like he could get out there and, and still race to this day.
0: <laughs> yeah, and even better yet, Brett Moffitt raced in the Xfinity Series the next day, ran a similar paint scheme. So an ode to um, Harry Gant, there a guy that's had a lot of success in the in the ranks They're pretty cool to see that you don't see that a lot other
1: than Darlington. So pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. Also, it brought memories and a super good look, looking paint job on the on them vehicles.
0: Yep, yep, I agree. Well, Enfinger and Lassard bring them back to green with 19 to go. There was more contact. Enfinger and Moffitt are going at it there for a little bit. Rafael Lassard takes the lead. Then a caution a few laps later with 16 to go. Carson
1: Holsevar goes around. All by himself again. Yep. And so, yep, he spun on lap 190. But uh, Lassard, you know, all of a sudden, like, he just worked himself up there to have a decent race going at that time too.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Lasard and Moffitt bring them back with 10 to go then. Enfinger was able to get to the inside and takes the lead. He did rough up the guy to the outside a little bit, just a little contact there, that short track racing. Moffitt and, and him went at it uh, a bunch of times again. Uh, caution comes out when Lasard goes around, Moffitt gets involved in it. He actually drove that truck back to the uh, care
1: center. Yeah, Lassard spun the 23 when he got into the 99, was also involved in that in the four. So it was a little bit of a accordion, accordion deal, and Lassard got the worst end of that deal. Yep, yep,
0: Lassard and Moffat, no doubt. And Moffat
1: and was this, after that, yeah.
0: Yeah, and this is where I said there might be hard, hard feelings after uh, this one, but you kind of expect that going in. Uh, Enfinger, Rhodes, and Echis were your top three. You know, it's weird how you're always around the guy that you had a big problem with the week prior, isn't it?
1: Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It seems like it works out that way, doesn't it? And uh, people pay attention to that, just like, oh, well, they're together again. But uh, most, most, uh, most of the time, they uh, they're professional about it.
0: Yep. Most of the time, you're right. Absolutely. Well, Enfinger and Rhodes bring them back for a unofficial green-white checkered. So with two to go, they take the green. Eckers and Rhodes made some contact. Rhodes gets into Enfinger. They're able to keep going. Rhodes gets into the back of Eckers. Then Enfinger has no pressure at that point, and he goes on and wins to advance to the championship four. Uh, walk-off win. Uh, Enfinger, Rhodes, Smith, Eckers, Crafton was your top five. Friesen, Danny Bone, Sheldon Creed, Austin Wayne Self, and Derek Krause rounded out the top ten. Again, you're seeing some guys that have been sprinkling in the top five, top ten here near the end of the season.
1: You know, there was complaints about at the end that they uh, they led a lot of yellow flag laps, and uh, it was kind of frustrating there at the end, just like, what are we doing here? Why are not we going back to green? And it was uh, quite obvious in the truck race that they – Like I put on the notes here, they pissed a lot of laps away and uh, didn't understand why.
0: Yeah, Crafton was one of those that wasn't too happy about that. Of course, he was trying to fight his way into the championship four. Unfortunate for him, but the championship four will be Sheldon Creed, Brent Moffitt, Grant Infinger, and Zane Smith. Crafton was the first one out.
1: Any one of them four could win out at uh, Phoenix. That that should be really good uh, for Friday night.
0: Yes. I. Uh, it's a bittersweet feeling when you get to the end of the season, right, because you're looking forward to it. You're excited to see who's going to take it, but then you know the season's over. But what a great season with everything that's gone on for the, the truck series, every ser- series really. But, uh, man, that's going to be a showdown this weekend coming
1: up at Phoenix for all the series. Yep, but uh, out of those four, well, you know, the the two, I'll take the two or the twenty-three. They've been up front all year long, but uh, Zane Smith, he's coming around. Uh, he's peaking at the right time, and uh, you know, um, Enfinger, he's also peaking at the right time. So any one of them four could win. It's a it's a good good set of four trucks right there to run for the championship. Well deserving.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Well, if I'm not mistaken, and we'll recap this at the end of the season, I believe my preseason pick for the championship was Sheldon Creed. So I'm going to stick with him, but I agree. Any, any of
1: those four can certainly win it. Well, Sheldon Creed. Yeah. That was a, if that, that's who you picked, that was the right one because he's been the most deserving and the most uh, um, obviously he's been the fastest one of them all. So, If he wins it, uh, kudos to him. Yep,
0: absolutely. But it's going to be a great weekend for the Truck Series. They have some of the best racing out of NASCAR Series, and it'll be no exception. Make sure you tune in this upcoming weekend at Phoenix.
1: Do you know something else that was this weekend? How much that outside groove was working, especially on restarts, where these, you know, it used to never be that way, that you always had to be on the inside. That outside groove – actually worked all weekend long, and uh, it was uh, quite enjoyable to see that. Great point.
0: Yes, I was also surprised by that. Do you think that it looked like the track didn't take as much rubber as it typically does? Do you think that played a factor in it?
1: I think that had a lot to do with it. Um, In the later races, there was guys that were using uh, half a lane up, but that outside groove didn't have no rubber up there, and it had grip, and it, uh, man, that made for some good racing. So that's what really made the racing good this weekend, is that outside groove was working.
0: Yeah, I think it played a major role as well. And you didn't even see the bottom really take a whole lot of rubber either. But uh, racing was was good all weekend long, and that was certainly a factor. Yeah. Let's transition into the Xfinity series then. Cindric uh, and Gregson, bring them to green. Cindric takes the lead early. Then there's a caution early. Lap four, Gray Golding stalls on the track.
1: Yeah, he stopped. <laughs> Just stalled. But he got it going yeah. later. He got it going later to uh, be in another incident later on.
0: Yes, he did. Uh, then they go back to green on lap nine. Again, Cindric and Gregson. Cindric retained the lead. Ross Chastain was wheel hopping early. That was quite interesting and quite noticeable when they went uh, on that one camera. You could hear it shaking. It was, it was crazy. He was a, he, they had to do some adjusting with the brakes there to make him better later on. But uh, Annette and him made some slight contact ex- exiting the corner after that first one happened as
1: well. Good in-car on that to listen to that. Da, 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 da. You could hear that tire bouncing like a basketball. But that was good in-car camera right there to, to hear how a wheel hop sounds like going into a going into a corner like that.
0: Yeah, isn't that crazy that it bounces like that? Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it happens a lot on road courses. But, uh, yeah, it can happen on short tracks like that once when you're hitting the brakes too hard like that and the, the tire will bounce like that. So good in-car on that one.
0: Yep, absolutely. Well, Bailey Curry hits the wall after he has a left front go down. No caution, he was able to get to pit road. Then the competition caution comes at lap 26. They go back to green on lap 32. Again, Sindrick and Gregson, Sindrick retains. Caution on lap 37, Greg Golding goes around. Three wide caused that incident.
1: Um, Also, the 07 was uh, spun out in turn one. And yeah, that was a three-wide deal that was in the corner there. So that's what caused that issue over there.
0: Yep, that was uh that was Greg gold in there. Uh under caution, Ryan Vargas also start, uh stalled in four. He was able
1: to get going after a short while though. Yeah, he uh he ended up uh he was still running, but uh he fell off the, the sixth car. Yeah, it just stalled out also. And we had a little bit of that this this weekend. Uh, where vehicles were just stalling out. I don't know if it shut the systems down or what happened. Hey, they still got carburetors on those, on those Xfinity cars. They they mentioned that this weekend. I thought uh, I never thought about that. They were using electronic ignition, but uh, um, the Xfinity series still has carburetors, like old school.
0: Yeah, I didn't give it much thought either till I heard that, and. Yep, that can that can play a factor too, you know. Yep. They go back to green on lap 43, uh again, Cindric and Gregson. Gregson put up a great battle though. Uh Cindric slides up a little bit, little contact, but Gregson was able to take the lead from the top.
1: That was very impressive. And he wanted all the points he could get his hands on. So he was uh he was the most aggressive up there and and then he uh he uh, won that stage, and that was uh, pretty pretty good stuff.
0: Yes, very good. Uh, Harrison Burton caught him near the end of the stage, but it wasn't going to be enough. Gregson hangs on to win stage one.
1: Yeah, and then as they were pitting there, uh, the 19 got some right front damage when he ran into the 16. He ran into the side of Almondinger and pit road, and, uh, you know, it's pretty narrow pit road there, and uh, there was some damage there. Um, it's amazing that little short little pit lane that lights out that there isn't more people that run into each other there.
0: I know it is so close there. That's exactly what I was thinking as I saw that happen.
1: Yep, but the 19, yeah, he uh, he got a little bit of damage, right front damage out of that. Brandon Jones did. But uh, yeah, he, he was able to continue on after that. Nothing major.
0: And then Burton and Yaley bring them back to green on lap 69. Yaley actually held the lead for a lap, but Harrison was able to take it uh, a lap later. Caution on lap 73, there was mud all over the track during this one, too.
1: Mud. It was a muddy mess. Yeah, when, when the 90 went through the through the uh, um, grass that's there, Donald, what is it? How th- do you suppose his name? Th- key? Th- key? Um, number 90 yeah it's a <laughs> there's a hard name to pronounce but yeah he hit that mud and he just splattered it all over the track and they actually had to whip the red flag out and get the scrub brush out and clean that all up it was amazing how much dirt and mud got thrown it up into there so and uh you know this, the 78 ended up with a uh, bj mcleod had a lot of damage out of that and uh Yeah, it was quite the incident that went through uh, there into turn three. Yeah, they took a while to clean that up as well. That was a muddy mess.
0: Well, they go back to green on lap 81. Uh, Harrison Burton and Noah Gregson bring them back. Noah took it for a second, but then went up the hill. Burton gets it back on the inside. Um, Great battle between those two all day long again. Then Chastain was coming. He took the lead from Harrison on lap 93 before a caution comes out on lap 105, big fire on Matt Mills' car. Yeah,
1: that, that was a, a heck of a fire. Hey, did you see those watermelon shoes? Dude, those were – that. he was styling with them watermelon shoes.
0: They made sure to point that out, and that was very cool. What a stylish guy. Um cool thing i personally am not a watermelon fan but uh that was cool you know they're they're watermelon farmers down there and to have those to go with the suit that was pretty cool
1: yeah i thought so too so yeah they pointed that out and just like hey check that out i i don't know if i'd catch myself wearing something like that but uh um, yeah as a watermelon farmer i guess you can do that (laughs) it's good stuff (laughs) yeah Uh, Some
0: pit under this yellow, some didn't. They're saying that they they might be able to go all the way by pitting during this caution. I wasn't sure about that. They went back to green with six to go. Chastain and Gregson brought them back. Chastain was able to take it and win stage two.
1: Yeah, I don't know what them guys are thinking that you can pit like that. You're not going to have track position with that little time. So, yeah, that's where... uh... Chastain got the got the uh, stage win there, so so good racing right there during that time. And then then we're going to stage three. That's when it starts really getting good.
0: Oh yeah, Uh, AJ Allmendinger who was up near the front all day long. Him and Burton bring him back. AJ was able to take it for a while. Herps was running third at this time, but he was kind of a pinball on that last uh, on that one of the laps there and lost a. a bunch of positions.
1: Yeah, there was a bunch of three wide that was going on. It was strange that, um, Yaley made a three wide through that whole section through there too. So, um, yeah, there was some, uh, tough racing. Uh, Three wide doesn't really work there very well.
0: No, no, not at all. Um, it can be done, but, uh, man, it's, it's too close for that. There was a caution on lap 132. Uh, J.J. Yaley goes around. There was three ride just before this one as well. Uh, J.J. tried to come down just before Justin Haley was there, but Justin was there, and there's nothing you could do about it. Yeah, and
1: he finished them off right there. And uh, Algar had some contact in that incident also. Yes, he did.
0: Uh, so then A.J. and Burton bring them back to green again on lap 139. A.J. retains the lead. Lots of contact being made during this restart, Herbst and Snyder especially. There was a caution with 68 to go then. Bailey Curry is badly damaged. Something broke or a tire
1: went down and he slammed the wall. Yeah, he busted a wall on that one. He messed up the right front on that one and that was he was all done. That was a nice long uh, 45 uh, lap uh, uh, green flag there. So we had a little bit of a long run there. So that was kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you can see Martinsville go green for a little bit there. And as we got near the end, that's, that started happening. Uh, AJ and Harrison bring them back again. AJ retains. They had some contact though. AJ had a tire go down and had to pit. Harrison took the lead on that exchange. Unfortunate for AJ Allmendinger. You know,
1: AJ made that outside work though. He started that, uh, restart on the outside and made it work. But yeah, then he ended up with a left, right, uh, Ended up with a flat on the, on the backside. So that, that ended his day.
0: Yep, yep. Well, then there was a caution with 37 to go. Snyder goes around. Uh, Burton and Geyer would bring them back with 30 to go. Burton was able to take it. Allgaier was closing near the end, got to almost the back bumper. But Harrison Burton wins for the second straight week. He becomes the youngest ever to win at Martinsville in the Xfinity Series breaking his own
1: father's record. Yeah, that's impressive. You know, in the middle of the second stage, I was watching the, the 20 in the middle drive off when it was in the middle, that car was just turning, just, you could just, it was so obvious. And I, and I saw right then and there that I knew Harrison Burton was the car to beat because that thing had the drive off right in the middle of the corner and drive off. It was, uh. it was so obvious.
0: Yep, and Harrison comes from these short track rings, won a lot of races along the way, so it doesn't surprise me one bit that he goes to a short track and wins.
1: Yeah, so yeah, he made that he made that work, but uh, he's not in the championship. He didn't uh, he didn't uh, win at the right proper proper time. So, but uh, yeah, he, his future is bright. He's got a lot of talent.
0: Absolutely. Actually, while this ending was coming, I thought. You know what, he might just be the favorite
1: going into next year. If he stays in that 20 car, yeah, he'll be the favorite. That 20 car is always one of the best ones out there.
0: Yep, no doubt. Well, Justin Elgeyer, as we mentioned, finished second. Noah Gregson was third. Jeb Burton fourth. Ross Chastain comes home fifth. Then Riley Herbst, Chase Briscoe, Michael Annette, Brandon Jones, and Austin Sindrick round out the top ten. The championship four are Chase Briscoe, Austin Sindrick, Justin Allgaier, and J.J. – or excuse me, Justin Haley. He used to go by J.J. Haley, switch it back to Justin Haley, and uh, Chastain was the
1: first one out there. Yeah, uh, you know, if you're looking forward to Phoenix, Justin Allgaier, um, he he sure he has a record of of running really well out at Phoenix, and I would actually have to say that he is going to probably be the favorite out there. But uh, once again, you got four, four guys right there. Any one of them four can actually win that race.
0: Yep. I, I agree with you. I think we talked about that as we were talking about the it, it in the preseason. And, you know, we talked about Harvick being so good there in the cup Algaier so good in the Xfinity series. I think, I think you're right. I don't want to go as far as saying that Algaier will be the favorite, but he will definitely be one of the top runners.
1: Yeah, well, his record speaks for itself. So, yeah, we'll see. (laughs) We'll have to watch. That's why they're going to have to go race it out there next Saturday afternoon. Yes, sir.
0: Well, let's get into the Cup Series at Martinsville to end the weekend. Uh, Brad and Truex bring them to green. Brad takes it right off the jump there, but Truex takes it away a few laps later. Hamlin was very aggressive early. He dived on Bowman at one point and also ha- had contact with Brad. All was
1: okay, but very aggressive early. Yeah, they were talking about that, that travel pack. It was a shock uh, a packer that was uh, found on the 11, and they were all concerned about that. how that rear end was working. It seemed like it was working rather well, but they, uh, when they first got the first chance that they went up inside, and they got that uh, packer out of there, and they were trying to explain what that was all about. It's something like a rubber stopper on top of a shock absorber or something like that. So, but, uh, they had a conversation about that. So.
0: Yeah, that was, uh, that was strange. And he actually was holding his own for a little bit before they were able to get that fixed and do what they wanted to. Um, McDowell had a huge tire rub after contact from Jimmy. He had a pit with a flat left rear.
1: Yeah, that was a smoker, wasn't it? And, uh, it finally went flat, you know, it took about four laps before it finally had, he couldn't take it no more on lap 15 there. So. Yeah.
0: Well, Chase Elliott also makes slight contact with Brad. Looked like Brad was moving down just slightly, just the racing deal. All was okay. Nothing bad there, but remember he had contact a little in the race. So early on, Brad might've been a little aggravated. They were wondering about that.
1: You think if that was me, I would have been downright ticked off getting moved twice like that within the first 30 laps. But uh he held his composure. Um fortunate that he didn't have a tire rubber or the way he was getting knocked around there. He had a little bit of a dent on the back left corner, but uh but he held his own. But yeah, I would have been ticked off being moved around like that. It showed right then and there that everybody was gonna be very aggressive for this race. Yep, yep, absolutely. Well, uh, Kurt
0: Busch ended up brushing the wall there a little while after that. Chase Elliott started making his way forward, and then Truex had to deal with lap traffic. That allowed Chase to close faster than he already was before the caution uh, competition caution comes out on lap
1: 61. Yep, yeah, so, yeah, Truex, uh, he looked like he was uh, the guy to beat at that time, and he sure knows how to get around there. He's won there two times in a row uh, before the, before today, so. That was the guy to watch watch and see how he was going to do.
0: Yep. Truex and Chase bring him back on lap 69. Then there's a caution four laps later on lap 73. Clint tries to block Almirola, but Almirola was there.
1: Clint ends up spinning out. Yeah, and a little bit later, Clint kind of uh, <laughs> he says, "Sorry, guys." He told his pitch crew, "Sorry, but I couldn't help it." And he went back and and he paid the ten back later, but he didn't uh, he didn't hit him or spin him out as bad as uh, as Alvarola did. But oh well, <laughs> that's racing at Martinsville, right, right there.
0: Yeah, it sure is, and you know they both ended up having good days. So hopefully, no harm, no foul there. But a little little bit of contact between teammates there for a little bit.
1: Yep, just a little
0: bit. So it all worked. Then they out. go back. Yes, it did. They go back to green on lap 80. Truex and Chase bring them back. Truex retains the lead. Then Chase takes it away on lap 89. Truex let him go after he got to the inside. Chase was quite a bit faster at this point.
1: Yep. Yep. Then uh, got a few laps in and then on lap 104, Another stalled car, the 77 Smithley, just uh, came to a stop, and that was, uh, it was an electrical problem for him, and that ended his day at that time.
0: Yep, yep, he was one that had a stop as well. So some pit under this caution, some don't chase and Truex, bring them back to green. Uh, this is where Clint Boyer was running fourth behind Almorello, who was running fifth. Uh, he sent them way up the track, a little payback there. Due to the list, though, Hamlin was third already on new tires and quickly gets to second and then takes the lead before a caution on lap 115. Joey Gase spun after contact with Qu- Quinn Huff, and Joey's team was not too happy.
1: They were racing for last place. They were the only two that were out there <laughs> on the backside like that. And, and, yeah, they had an incident on the backside on lap 115, but oh well. <laughs> yep. Well, Hamlin
0: and Chase bring them back to green on lap 121. Hamlin retained it. Bowman gets by Chase for second. Brad then goes up to third to get by Chase. There's a good battle between Joey and Chase for fourth. Chase hangs on to fourth, but
1: Hamlin wins stage one. Could definitely tell the comers and goers by new tires or not. You know, if you had older tires, new tires did matter.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, a few drivers stay out under this caution, but the majority pit, even the ones that came the caution before, Kyle and Kurt Busch bring them back, lap 140. Kurt Busch takes it after three laps
1: side-by-side, side, a good battle between the brothers. And that was also on the outside, where Kurt was on the outside, and and those two uh, raced real clean, and uh, yeah, and the one car actually pulled it off, took him three laps, but he finally on the outside, he got the lead.
0: Yep, absolutely. Uh, caution on lap 147 then. Chris Busher gets into Suarez after there's a checkup. And Chris drop, dropped a bunch of fluid on the track and also had a fire.
1: That looked like an oil cooler. You know, <laughs> as much oil. And uh, Dale Jr. said, it looked like a beach. They threw so much sand on the racetrack to clean that mess up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Kurt Busch and
0: Chase bring them back on lap 159. Kurt takes it. Chase takes the lead back on 163. Denny goes the second. Then Kevin Harvick had a pit with a flat tire, and this was where the whole point situation gets interesting. He could be in trouble for points. Who could see this coming? Man,
1: um, that's where it started. Well, uh, Kenseth got into it says Kenseth got into him and cut that tire. And if you go into the pits, you end up two laps down. But then uh, the caution came out just when Harvick was coming out, and that saved him so that he could actually get a wave around. So he got one of his laps back. Otherwise, he would have been definitely would have been two laps down. So he got, like they said, Merry Christmas. Uh, You got you got that caution, and that was when the uh, the fifteen, the fifteen hit the um, wall in turn two. That was Brendan Poole.
0: Yep, and that came on lap 186, so he got one of his laps back there, Kevin Harvick did. Uh, Chase Elliott and Truex bring them back on lap 193. Chase takes it away. Caution, when Priest get, uh, goes around after contact with Nemechek, they said they were kind of banging off each other for a while, and
1: some frustration led to that one. You know, and, and at that time, uh, Elliott just got past um, Timmy Hill and and put him a lap down, and that stopped Harvick from getting his lap back at that time.
0: Yeah, he struggled for 200-plus laps, uh, being a lap down, unbelievable. But uh, Denny and Joey bring them back on lap 222, 222. Uh, Chase Elliott started coming back to the front.
1: Then he took the lead with 20 to go in stage two, and he wins it. You know, 16 cars, they stayed out there. So there was cars coming and going through that whole works. Uh, Through them last, uh, a last bit, um, and then once when they came in and they pitted, um, the 11 didn't get his lug nuts tight on the front end. Uh, they dropped the jack, and it was one of those other ones where he was going to take off, and he he stopped, but the lug nuts didn't get tight. And like they say, you can't you can't use a wrench to power them nuts onto the tire, and so then the 11 car. Had to come back in and retighten down that left front tire.
0: Yeah, Denny did have to come back down, and not a place where you want to have a mistake
1: when you're trying to get into the championship four. So yeah, then you get sent all the way to the back of the pack, and then you got to fight your way through. So now he was on, on the uh, next to the cut line also. So it was. Interesting watching the cut line to see where the points were actually fluctuating through the rest of the day.
0: Yeah, really, all day you had people up there that needed a win to advance, going back and forth. It was constantly shifting, and some guys
1: you thought were probably safe all of a sudden weren't. Yeah, all of a sudden they weren't, and then there was it, it was actually fluctuating around all day. It all it always mattered who uh, who was leading, and it was uh, like if the bottom four you know, or leading that that actually affected Harvick. Like if Truex or Elliot were was leading, well then that would drop Ham Hamlin and Harvick down. And then once one uh like if Joey Joey Logano would lead or something like that, well then the points would bounce back. It was strange how them points were just bouncing all over the place. It was hard to keep up with, but um, you know, maybe not for a, a casual fan, they probably wouldn't understand how them points move around like that. But that's how that, that worked today. Yeah, it was
0: crazy all day. Uh, well, Chase and Truex bring them back to green on lap 268. Chase takes the lead. Caution on lap 352. Then Timmy Hill has an issue. Uh, Kevin Harvick remains a lap down. He was currently
1: out at by 17 points at that point. That was a crappy caution. There shouldn't have been no caution there. I don't understand why the caution was actually thrown there. That was one of NASCAR's let's re-rack them here. Um, it was just a simple uh, flat tire um, and Timmy Hill was actually getting to the inside and they threw the caution right away. And I just like shook my head and said, well, they weren't consistent about that one. <laughs> that was, it was crazy. So,
0: Well, drivers been under this caution and, and Chase Elliott for a while thought he was going to get a penalty for over the wall too soon. The Jackman went over too soon, but all of a sudden you saw him. He went back. Got up on the wall just for a second, came back down, went back around the car. So they were going to lose some spots on that, but there was no penalty because he went back. And there it is cl- clearly stated in the rule that this was allowed. I had never heard of that before,
1: but wow, did that save Chase Elliott's day? Nobody heard of that rule. And yeah, that you know, he was standing there, but if you look a little bit closer. If you really look at that video, the rear tire changer was out on pit lane, too. And uh, you can see where the line is when Elliott comes in. And they didn't pinch him for that. But uh, the jack man was standing right in the middle of of the pit box. And he was smart enough to go back and jump up on the wall. And finally, they looked it up in the rules. And holy smokes, that rule is there. And that guy knew that. And... I think he probably should get a raise. Uh, what a, what a knowledgeable, that was really smart. That saved Chase Elliott's day right there. Oh, talk about being prepared for something like that. Unbelievable. But you can't see the cars come around the corner. That's really difficult, you know, cause that's really a sharp little bend and you're behind the wall you know, and all of a sudden you you kind of think he's coming around the corner and you try to time it, I can see how that can become such a problem because you just can't see him coming around the corner. And if there's other cars involved, that would make it even harder.
0: Absolutely. That's a great point. Um, Yeah, that curve there with Martinsville,
1: very, very tough for the pit crews to deal with that when you're pitting near the front. Yeah, and I think he just timed like, oh, I think he's going to be here. And all of a sudden, he wasn't there. And just, he was just standing there with the jack. But, wow, he took off. And he messed up the rest of the guys. They were all kind of like the, the sign was in the way. And the guys were standing there with the tires. And But, uh, yeah, they ended up making it work. He shot around the backside of the car. And, and Chase lost like, what, three, four positions. But that could have been a lot worse than what it was. Oh, it was more than that, wasn't it? Um Cause all of a sudden they came out in the top 10 and chase wasn't there. And just like, what in the heck happened? And then finally, then they came back and then they showed that. So uh, yeah, the Jackman. <laughs> it was uh, what a, what a move. That was the all-star move of the day. Yes, it was. Um, well,
0: Joey Logano takes the lead. On lap uh, 359, when he and Truex bring them back to green, and because Chase lost those spots on pit lane due to the slow stop, Kevin Harvick was in by five points at this point. Uh, Blaney got all over Joey Logano for the lead and ends up taking it with 132
1: to go. Yeah, there was some banging going on with the 22 and the 12, you know. So <laughs> it was it was good stuff. And then um, the 43 and the 47, uh, Stenhouse and Wallace they were kind of showing them off to the side and they were having a little demo derby on their own. And uh, that was quite entertaining between those two during that stretch too. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, man, there's something to watch at all times at Martinsville, ain't there? Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes they get on, get on camera, you know, and you wonder, well, what happened or we'll what set this up before that? So, yeah, there's action like that going on all over the place. It's so easy. You, I could see how it could be so easy to get frustrated there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's an understatement. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, then the caution comes out with 101 to go. James Davison loses power and stops in turn two. This allowed Kevin Harvick to get back on the lead lap.
1: Yes, they were. Uh, that's finally once when he got his lucky dog. <clears throat> and then he started talking about uh, Denny Hamlin, where his crew chief came up and talked about date codes on on tires that they had to use a different date code and uh, my buddy Andy Monday out at lacrosse at out gave me a little uh, gave me a little information on something about date codes and, and gave me a lesson about that and uh, um, quite interesting uh, about date codes what they were talking about there and uh, yeah that was uh, an interesting part that it made my ears perk up when we were talking about the 11 car.
0: Yeah, that was uh, very interesting. Um, but again, Chase Elliott has a slow stop on the left rear, and then Brad Keselowski also speeds on pit road. Can't have that; those mistakes that
1: late. That can cost you a season. How can you speed 35 miles an hour and you're still in your box? That's what I'd like to know. He took off, and... He was like only in the third pit stall and he came off of there and they and they begged him for speeding and just like wow he <laughs> it should be a dragster or something like that. Uh he said he was doing that all day and he couldn't understand it when he talked about afterwards how you could get up to what is that forty miles if you got to forty miles an hour in that short a time. So I don't know, it's all uh electronic, so I guess you can't argue it, but it's a strange Strange call that he got up to 40 miles an hour in that short little time.
0: He was definitely cruising there. I think it is possible. Well, according to NASCAR, it's definitely possible. But I do mm-hmm. think it's it's possible based on some things I've seen there in the past. But, yeah, tough uh, tough deal. I wouldn't think you can, so I would be hammered to the, you know, hammering it down. But it, it caught him.
1: Yeah, he lunged out there and all of a sudden, oh, uh-oh. And then, so that sent him all the way to the back. So that added some more, uh, more <laughs> uh, drama to this race of everybody where they were. And, you, and the two car was fast. There was no doubt about that. The Keselowski was a fast car all day. So from him being in the back, it was going to be interesting to watch him come up through the, through the crowd.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was, I had my eye on him as well. Um, Logano and Truex bring them back to green on lap 49, 4 409, excuse me, 92 to go. Truex takes it easily on the outside, and then there was a caution with 60 to go. William Byron crashed really hard.
1: Don't know if the brakes went out or if that back left tire went flat, but yeah, he uh, he slammed the wall. He he crushed that car. That was the end of him for the day.
0: And then most pit for their last set of tires during this caution. So you knew right there if someone had it and there was a uh, late caution that someone could come and get tires, there was, uh, I think, maybe Almirola had that extra set. Someone did.
1: Yeah. Hey, it's also to follow up uh, that the uh, the 24 crew, they all had COVID, so they, they were not allowed to be at the race. But Hendrick owned the pit crew. Of the 47 team so they moved the 47 team well moved all that crew members to service the 24 and then the 47 had to find some backup guys to uh, service that car I heard that on LTN this morning and just like well that is really strange but uh, yeah Hendrick owned the 47's crew and then they had to move them over to the 24 to service him today
0: Yeah, not the first time I've heard that. I knew there was an issue with that pit crew down at Texas as well um, with COVID. And a few years back, you remember when Martin Truex was still with Furniture Row and Kyle Bush and him got together at Indianapolis and Joe Gibbs suspended one of the crew members or two of the crew members on Furniture Row Racing's pit team because they were technically employed by Joe Gibbs. And that's right there where Joe Gibbs or uh, Furniture o said, that's the end of that. We're changing this agreement as soon as the season's over or the next week, whenever they did it. So that's not the first time I've heard that another team owner owns the pick crew that's servicing another car.
1: Yeah, so that was out there today. So that's how the 24 got serviced today. But then uh, um, he was all done after he uh, backed her into the wall pretty hard. He dropped a lot of fluids on the track, too.
0: Yes, he did. There was a bunch coming out the rear end there that was pretty smashed up. Um, Well, then how about this one? Corey LaJoy and Martin Shrek's bring them back. Corey didn't pit. He stayed out and actually got a really good restart. Um, Chase was running third and took a risk by going to the bottom behind LaJoy, but it worked out okay for him when LaJoy got a good start. Um, Chase was actually laying back a
1: little bit thinking he wouldn't get a good restart. That's crazy. You know, you ever? <laughs> I've seen that where on iRacing racing, I would try to do that, and then all of a sudden, you're out on old tires, and all the hungry hounds are all around you, and just like, yikes! It's, it puts yourself in a bad situation. And yeah, he got a good lunge. He did so good that he got a black flag because he started outside the uh, takeoff box.
0: Yes, he did. Unfortunately, he got black flag for that. Had to come down. Uh, Truex was able to take the lead before that happened in three and four. Then they went three wide for second. Chase got it. Then Logano was third and LaJoy was falling, but then he got that black flag. And then Chase was all over Martin for the lead. He makes it stick on the bottom, takes it away from Truex with 44 to go. Uh, Bowman was up in the top five. He was having a good day. He needed a win to advance. You thought that wasn't the best track for him statistically, but he had a pretty good day up to that point.
1: Yeah, but Truex's right front tire was loose, and he was starting to complain about it right then and there. And uh, he he went as far as he could, and he finally had to bring her in. The right front tire wasn't bolted down proper. Yeah, and they were talking about it might
0: be falling off because you could see it wiggle pretty bad.
1: It had to be pretty bad for him to come in, and, and that was that was his whole race. When he came back out, he was two laps down, and that that was the end of him.
0: Yep. He pits with 20, coming back to 25 to go, unfortunately knew that his race and his championship run was over. Uh, Brad starting picking up more spots than Kevin. So they were on the cut line. Then at 20 to go, Hamlin was up two points. Brad was up one and Harvick was down one. It was getting crazy. And then Eric Jones was racing Denny Hamlin pretty hard. Denny was not happy with him. Again, they're Joe Gibbs racing teammates. Eric, is not returning to Joe Gibbs
1: Racing next year though so he was racing Denny pretty hard. Eric Jones ended up protecting him. He he could have he could have passed him somewhere through through the ranks. I think somebody might have came over came over the radio and told him to uh protect him and then Truex was behind him so he also had another uh had another insurance plan there so but uh I say the 20 20 protected the 11 protected his position there.
0: I agree. He could have went to the inside a few times and and didn't. He got there kind of in the corner but didn't raise him too aggressively, but um if I was Denny, I sure wouldn't want that at all.
1: No, but you know the 20 wasn't supposed to be he ain't there at that team. That He's he, he was let go and I shit, I would have drilled him. <laughs> That's what I would have did. So, um but anyway, it it is it is what it is. You never know how good friends they are or whatever. So uh, maybe they might have said, hey, we'll give you 10000 if you just uh, you know, hold your position. So but uh, uh, it was what it, that's that's teammates working together there.
0: Yep. Yep, it sure is. Um, well, then with five to go, Brad and Denny were only up one point over Kevin Harvick. Uh, Chase Elliott goes on and wins to advance. He was one who probably needed to win. He ended up being a little closer on points than anyone thought he was going to probably, but he wins anyway to go to the championship four. Kevin Harvick spins. Kyle Busch coming back to the checker, but also spins out himself. Kevin Harvick will not advance. Wow. Unbelievable. Nine wins on the season and not going to be in the championship four.
1: Yeah, I, I yelled across the house, and my wife was saying, well, was there an upset or something? And I just, like, that, that was a move that I never believed that I would see Kevin Harvick actually make to go up and and drill somebody like that. And uh, <laughs> and I'm sure Kyle, I don't know if Kyle knew that was coming. And Harvick, you know, Harvick was, a, he was crap all day, and eventually they slowly got that car to start working and he came a long way to catch Kyle Busch there on that last lap. But then, uh, yeah, he apologized for him. He was going to adore him, you know, and and then he ended up taking himself out and a few other positions got through. <laughs> so um, I I never would believe that I would see Kevin Harvick make a move like that, but uh, it was, he tried everything he could to get that last point and He didn't get it.
0: You know, I thought he was going to drive it harder in the middle of the corner to door Kyle and kind of push him up into the wall, uh, but he didn't. He took a weird opportunity to spin him out after they started down the, the front stretch there, and it just didn't pay off. If I were him, I kind of would have done what uh, Ryan Newman did to Kyle Larson a few years back at Phoenix, kind of took that approach. If he was he was to the inside barely, but he could have powered it up and got to his door and made some contact there. I would have took that route but yeah unfortunate for Kyle I don't think it affected him in the spot though I think he still crossed the line uh, where where they were running but Kevin Harvick obviously doesn't advance as we noted um, nine wins on the season though what a great season but who would have saw that coming and you know we talked about this going back and forth um, you tend to think that more people are safe and I took the more route of uh, one or two bad races and anything can happen and this exemplified that by far to the extreme.
1: Oh, yeah. So everybody thought that there was no way that Harvick was not going to make that make it today. And it, it worked out that it did not. He missed it by one position. Even with all them wins and all them points, and it still didn't. Um, he went through the safety net, and he uh, he didn't make it. So unreal. You know, the 11 almost didn't make it either. He was on the cut line also. And uh, you know, um, good race. That had, I think that ended up being one of the most uh, best races of the year, right there. I uh, I enjoyed that one today.
0: Well, and you know, if Harvick gets another point during the season, doesn't? Uh, if he stays behind Kyle, he's one point out. But if he gets by Kyle, that moves Denny Hamlin out, who is the second. Best driver all season long. So crazy to think that one of those uh, aren't in there. Although, you know, as we mentioned, we knew maybe none of them were safe. But uh, the championship four uh, will be Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Brad Kozlowski, and Denny Hamlin. The top ten today was Chase Elliott one. Blaney was second. Logano third. Brad Kozlowski fourth. Kurt Busch is your top five. Then Alex Bowman, Eric Almerola, Clint Boyer, Kyle Busch, and Matt DiBedonetto. Uh, Kyle Busch got a penalty for a oh <laughs> All right. And that's all the penalties from the weekend that have been announced to this point here on Sunday evening. Um, so what a what a fantastic weekend, though. You know you're going to see some bumping and grinding. Martinsville always puts on a show, but especially when you're talking about it's the last race
1: before Phoenix and the championship.
0: Uh, unbelievable weekend.
1: You know, Chase Elliott getting in, that's the first time a Chevy gets to a chance at the championship since 2016. So, and uh, we'll see um, once again, there's four of them right there and any one of them four can actually win this race. So another good, good set of uh, four participants that are going to go and run her up next Sunday. So it'll be, it'll be good. We'll be <laughs> looking forward to it this weekend.
0: Yeah. And again, you look at the four, any four of those can take it. It's going to be exciting.
1: Yep, that's why we'll have to tune in and we'll have to uh, um, we'll have to root them on. We'll see. I'm hoping for a, just a good race, just like uh, today, and I, I have a feeling uh, it's going to be.
0: Phoenix puts on some good racing, so I expect it to be an excellent race, excellent weekend as well. Excited to see how they do hosting the championship. It's going to be a ton of fun. Let's get into the news for the um, weekend that's been announced. Shortly after we aired the last podcast, it was announced that Mike Wheeler will be the crew chief for the Bubba Wallace and 2311 racing team. Uh, Mike Wheeler, good friends with Denny Hamlin, was Denny's crew chief for a few years. So no surprise that he would do that. Uh, Congratulations go out to Ty and Haley Dillon on the birth of their second child, a son, captain um so congratulations out to them and then the 2021 xfinity series schedule was released as you pointed out mark near the end of the last podcast uh so we'll go through that here it'll start at daytona then go to homestead miami auto club las vegas phoenix atlanta martinsville then to talladega after a week off uh darlington dover circuit of the americas charlotte Mid Ohio, Texas, Nashville, Pocono Road, America. So they're going to join uh, the Cup Series at a few uh, most of these tracks here: Atlanta, New Hampshire, Watkins Glen, Indianapolis Road Course, Michigan, Daytona, Darlington, Richmond, and the uh, finale, regular season finale at Bristol. The playoffs will begin at Las Vegas, then go to Talladega, and then the Charlotte Roval. That'll be the first part. The second round will be Texas-Kansas-Martinsville and the
1: championship once again at Phoenix. So they're back in Martinsville again for a cutoff race. Yes, they are. So (laughs) that'll be good. good, I think that's a good place to have a cutoff race. Yep, that's a good place for it. But that that all looks like a a miniature NASCAR schedule. Um, Now we're waiting for the trucks to come out. And uh, it's pretty much going to be the same, except they go to they go to Canada and uh, Gateway, and uh, so and Mid Ohio. That's where uh, um, the trucks are going to be coming. But otherwise, the rest of them are all going to be pretty much uh, same weekends as the uh, Cup and Xfinity.
0: Yep. So we'll look out for that. Um... Well, Mark, thanks again for joining me here. We can't wait to see if any more news comes out. Uh, what a fun weekend! It'll be a fun one coming up here. Appreciate you joining me once again. Again, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at LL Sports Network. That is LL Sports Network. Facebook and Twitter. Make sure you follow us and let us know your thoughts on the championship four for all the series. We'll put a post out there. Let us know your thoughts on who's going to take it. Mark, we'll uh, interject our thoughts on that poll as well and see what type of responses we get on an upcoming great season finale
1: coming up. Yeah. And uh, I want to put out there uh, congratulations to Casey Roderick for winning the Nashville 300 this afternoon down there and Austin Nason got a fifth place out of down there. So that's a good run for him that I've seen so far. So it looks like they had a good day down in Nashville too. So. Otherwise, uh, yeah, we'll be looking forward to Phoenix, man. Get her done. I'll be looking forward to it. Yes, and thanks for pointing out Nashville. I did see that.
0: Congratulations again to Casey Roddick. Great to see Austin Nason in the top five as well from here in the Midwest. Great job to everyone. Well, Mark, thanks again, buddy. Glad to hear you're doing well. And we will talk to everyone soon. All right. Yep. See you out there. See you.